From Charter Hall and Banish, this is Sustainability Further. I'm your host, Lottie DL. You're listening to Sustainability Further, a podcast by Charter Hall. One of Australia's leading property groups, Charter Hall is focused on creating innovative spaces and going further to build a better future for all. Welcome to the second episode of Sustainability Further. Today, I'm talking to Anthony Chesler, Chief Executive Officer of Thread Together. To date, Thread Together has diverted over two and a half million pieces of clothing from landfill and is helping clothe over 2,000 people each week. As a charity, they are not only helping fight climate change, but they are also helping to create a brighter future for those living below the poverty line. So, Anthony, I kick off each episode with the same question. What does sustainability mean to Thread Together? Thanks, Lottie. Great, great question. Uh, It's estimated that about one third of all new clothing goes from factory to landfill. And so what does that mean uh, from a sustainability perspective to throw it together? Well, it means two things from our perspective. The first is diverting brand new clothing from landfill, and that's keeping clothing in circulation, which is very important to us. It's a real shame to see such a large amount of clothing going direct to landfill. So from a sustainability perspective, the first thing is diverting it from landfill. The second thing is making sure that that clothing makes its way to vulnerable people in the community to provide choice to them to help to restore some dignity during their time of need. Many of our listeners work in the corporate setting and consume seasonal fast fashion either for their work wardrobe or lifestyle attire for not only its adaptability to trends, but most often or not, its affordability. When these people think of the cost of fast fashion, only recently has the environmental impact of that consumption been mainstreamed. And even in that coverage, overproduction is often blamed, when in hindsight, it's often the manufacturing process itself that has the greatest environmental impact. As we know, the production of clothing uses an astronomical amount of water and growing urban populations and unpredictable rainfall exacerbates the problem of water globally along with high CO2 emissions of large manufacturing facilities. For our listeners, how would you explain the real cost of fashion? Thanks, Lottie. Uh, Well, every piece of clothing that we buy has had an impact on our planet before we even bring it home. That is, before we step out the door, walk down the street, spot that attractive item we see hanging in the window, it's already had a significant uh, impact on our environment. There's five things that I thought might interest your listeners to know about the true cost of fast fashion. The first, as you mentioned, is the amount of intensity of water. Cotton is the most water intensive crop. Uh, When it comes to raw materials used by the fashion industry, the two main categories are natural and synthetic. It's estimated that 50% of all of our clothes are made from cotton. But while it's understandable that shoppers might think it's eco-friendly, it definitely isn't. So cotton, uh, as I mentioned, is one of the most water intensive crops. Between 7,000 and 29,000 litres of water are required to produce one kilogram of cotton. To put that into context, we manufacture about 2 billion pairs of jeans each year, and the typical pair takes 7,000 litres of water to produce. The same for a t-shirt, it takes us 2,700 litres of water to make one t-shirt. That's about the amount of uh, water that an average person drinks over the course of three years. 
The second uh, point that I thought people might be interested in is the amount of microplastics that end up in the ocean as a result of fashion. So fibers like polyester, acrylic, nylon, and other synthetic, synthetic fibers, consumers love to wear them, particularly in workout clothes, swimsuits, and even basics such as t-shirts. However, these fabrics are made from petroleum and are believed to make up the remaining 50% of clothing that we wear. Why is this a problem? Because 35% of microplastics that enter the ocean come from synthetic fibers. So every time we wash clothing made out of these fibers, they shred. And this is entering into our oceans and in our environment. And the overall microplastics from fashion could be more and more damaging every time we're washing a particular garment. The third thing that I thought interested, your listeners may be interested in is fashion also has a huge carbon footprint, as you mentioned. For economic reasons, most of our fashion supply chain, from crop cultivation and production of synthetic fibers to sewing, dyeing, and selling the clothes takes place in different parts around the world. This combined with the vast amount of energy used in both the supply chain and consumer phases makes for a very heavy carbon footprint. The fourth uh, thing that I thought your listeners would be wanting to know about the cost of fast fashion is it creates a massive amount of waste. The industry is probably the second largest consumer of waste outside of mining, energy and utility. And a lot of that waste goes to landfill. Fast fashion encourages our customers to keep buying the latest trends and the quantity of unworn clothing in the average fashionista's closet just keeps increasing. A family in the Western world throws away about 30 kilograms of clothing each year. So a significant amount of what's actually being disposed of is either being recycled, but the majority of it, 73% of it is going to landfill or being burnt. Less than 1% is actually collected and used for new clothing. And the last point that I would like to share is the widespread human rights abuse that the fashion that the cost is which is the true cost of fast fashion so in recent years unsafe working conditions in clothing factories have provoked widespread outrage garment workers often have to endure uh, heavy labor abuse that may be sexual or verbal harassment low wages lack of uniform protection and these workers often do their jobs in a state of fear or uncertainty so the real cost of fashion is, is really not only the damage that it's doing to our environment, but the damaging that it's doing to individuals as well. Thanks for that, Angie. I think you've raised some really great points there. And I can, yeah, it's just mind boggling to even think about all of the different um, ways that fast fashion and just fashion in general is impl impacting not only people, but the planet, the environment, our oceans. So just going back to your fourth point, point there on fashion waste. So it can be defined in a couple of ways. And as you mentioned, the average household throws out about 30 kilos of clothing every year. And another statistic that for me really hits home is that the fact that 6,000 kilos of clothing is thrown out every 10 minutes in Australia alone. But Thread Together looks at the other end of the supply chain. So can you please just explain a little bit about how Thread Together operates? Thread Together collects brand new clothing from fashion partners around the country. This clothing is clothing that would otherwise be on its way to landfill. It's clothing that's been either over manufactured 
or has a sample that has been uh, brought in to determine what to buy in next season's run. We collect that clothing and bring that back to our centre in Sydney and we work with that clothing in readiness to provide that to vulnerable people in our community. So when we first started operating, our focus was very much on how to clothe vulnerable people in need uh, and less so on the uh, environmental benefits of what we are doing. So we have a network of hundreds of fashion partners who provide the clothing to us uh, and we then make the clothing accessible to vulnerable people in the community through registered charities and social service agencies. There's four ways in which we get clothing out to those uh, vulnerable people. The first is via our online wardrobe. This is an opportunity for our partners to order clothing at no cost to those people that are vulnerable. It may be an individual, a family or a community. The second way in which we get clothing out to people is through our clothing uh, fashion hubs. These are authentic retail experiences for vulnerable people who are referred into our sites. So in the example of the uh, center, the Asylum Seeker Center, an individual would be referred uh, into our center and we would treat them with the most dignity and the same way that we would expect to be treated in any retail experience. They can shop for what it is that they need, try on, work with volunteer stylists and receive the clothing that they need. The third way in which we make clothing available to people is via our mobile wardrobes. These are a fleet of vehicles that are kitted out, custom fitted wardrobes and provide, we drive into communities and provide clothing to vulnerable people who have a need for clothing. Those individuals will access the site, uh, access our wardrobe on wheels and select the clothing that meets their individual need and, and circumstances. And the fourth and final way in which we make clothing available to people is by putting wardrobes into charities and social service agencies. We have wardrobes in women's refuges, we have wardrobes in hospitals, in aged care facilities. Wherever an organisation is able to house a wardrobe, we will fit out a wardrobe in that organisation. So we're looking to clothe communities, providing choice to restore dignity and repurposing the garment that would otherwise be on its way to landfill onto the backs of individuals that are in genuine need. That is amazing and it just sounds like you've thought about absolutely every kind of element of and need that anybody would have in those crucial situations. We've just heard how Thread Together supports major fashion labels to help improve their fashion waste management process. Um, but here at um, on this podcast, we're big believers empowering the individual to be more environmentally responsible and to take climate action. So um, I, I told you this a little while ago, but I recently completed 24 months without buying a single piece of clothing. And for me, I was actually so surprised at how easy it was to say no to just fashion in general. But this might look very different for everybody. So I just wanted to know um, your advice on what are a couple of ways that people could reduce their fashion footprint. Great. Like, like you said, everyone has a role to play to reduce uh, their fashion footprint. The first point, uh, so there's five ways that I think people could uh, take a, a stance. You've, uh, you've taken the first, which is to buy less. In fact, you've done an outstanding job to not buy anything for 24 months, um, which is a, setting a great example for those in your community that uh, are listening to you. So 
my first uh, piece of advice to people would be to buy less. Even the greenest garment uses resources for production and transport to your home, creating some of an environmental impact. So the root of the problem lies in our excessive consumerism. We buy 10 while our grandparents bought two. We tend to think about buying new clothes as making us happy. Maybe we should reconsider the foundations of our lifestyle. So the first thing I would say, and you may have seen this in some of Patagonia's uh, marketing, is the most environmentally sustainable jacket is the one that's already in your closet. So we would encourage people to buy less. The second is to buy better quality. So with fast fashion, clothing's being manufactured a lot faster and therefore the quality is not as great. Uh, because clothes have become so cheap, we no longer care as much about quality. We just buy new garments when the ones we have lose their shape or their appeal to us. So we have all had experiences of buying expensive clothing or pair of shoes and facing the disappointment when within two months later they already look or have holes in them. So we say stop buying poor quality. It will push brands to improve the quality of their garments and that will allow us to keep our clothes longer, which is good for our wallets and also good for the environment. The, th the third thing that I think people could do to reduce their footprint is to think twice before throwing out their clothes. Don't throw out clothes in the no into normal bins, firstly. Most of them consist of synthetic non-biodegradable fibre and will just pile up in landfill. So there are other options for pre-loved clothing. Try to repair them was the first thing that I would recommend. Sometimes a bit of your imagination can repair or even re redesign a torn garment. The second is that some clothes shops are starting to take back used clothes. So look at those brands, consider where you might buy from and take the clothing back to those. The third uh, thing to think about before throwing out your clothes is could you put them into a textile recycling bin? Textiles that can be recycled into new clothing is a good is a good path to take. And lastly, consider donating those clothes to your friends, families, neighbours, or even to a charity. Thread Together only works with new clothing, but that doesn't mean that you can't donate your clothes to those others or organisations that are in need. I might add that the reason we only work with new clothing is because of the amount of new clothing that already exists and that we believe providing people new clothing dignifies them during their time of need. So the first was buy less, the second was buy better, the third was think twice before throwing out your clothes. Uh, the fourth is to buy secondhand, swap or even consider renting your clothing, which is becoming an increasingly large phenomenon uh, overseas. So instead of buying new, clothings, new clothing, have a look at some of the alternatives that, that are out there. Secondhand shops, there's even swap bars that are popping up all over. Uh, where you can bring your clothes that you no longer wear and exchange them uh, for clothes that you will. And lastly, re uh, sorry, so you've got secondhand swap, swap clothes and renting clothes. And then the fifth thing that I'd ask you to, to consider is to keep your eye on how much you're washing. Okay, so if you put on a pair of jeans and you think they don't need to be washed uh, for the second time, don't wash them. As I mentioned earlier, clothes, washing our clothes has a significant environmental impact. The average household does almost 400 loads of laundry every year, consuming about 60,000 litres of water. It takes a lot of energy to heat your washing machine water and run the dry, and the drying cycle. So the, these are just some of the tips to reducing our impact, which I'd ask your listeners, listeners to consider. 
I think I'm all for anything where I have to do less washing, so I'm completely <laughs> on board. And I think that quite a few people will jump at the chance to do that as well. Um, so just my last question for you, Anthony, is going further is in everything that we do, especially when um, it comes to sustainability. But what does this mean for Thread Together in 2020? Great. So we are very much focused on four goals that we're looking to achieve uh, in this uh, in this calendar year. Um, they are around uh, increasing or maximising our social impact. This is about onboarding uh, as many organisations that have a need for clothing in our communities around the country. That's our first goal, and so we're looking to grow that we growing that uh, presence. The second is becoming uh, minimizing our burden on the environment. And this is looking at uh, wanting to become the umbrella organization for all fashion partners to deal with excess, their excess supply of clothing. And so we are looking to grow our network of partners uh, who are, have a need for a problem that we're able to solve and therefore minimizing the burden on the environment by ensuring that that product is taken from factory into our centers and not to landfill. The third, the third goal that we focus on for 2020 is around improving how efficiently and how effectively we're able to take our clothing out to people. So we're looking to use technology to drive the way in which we operate our business to be more efficient and more effective and also reduce our burden on the environment. So if we can be more efficient at receiving orders and distributing those orders, we don't need to send uh, freight every day to a location, uh, as an example. So we're very conscious on, on our footprint. And the final goal that we're focused on is, is around financial sustainability. So Thread Together is a registered uh, charity with DGR status. We are highly reliant on philanthropic funding, but that in itself is, is tiring. Uh, and so we want to spend less time on the treadmill trying to raise money to deliver our services and focus more on reducing the environment and increasing the amount of clothing to those people that are in need. And therefore we're working very hard to explore ways in which we can reduce our dependency on philanthropic support through coming up with strategies to, uh, to raise funding that doesn't require us to fundraise in the traditional sense. So a very busy year. Uh, ahead for ourselves, but we're super excited and we've got a lot of momentum behind us at the moment. So we're looking forward to what the year has to offer us. No, it's amazing. And I think everything that you've already done to date um, in 2020 with the bushfire relief is a huge testament to um, all of the amazing work that happens behind the scenes at Thread Together. And I just wanted to say thank you for all of the work that you're doing and for coming on this podcast. I know that you are a very, very busy team at the moment, um, but I think it's a really everything that you've highlighted here today from kind of the cost of fashion and the impact that it has not only on the environment, but also on society to then giving us those five key steps to how we can lower our fashion footprint is really valuable and are great tools that people will be able to walk away with and really take climate action. So thank you very much. My pleasure. And thank you very much for the opportunity to share a little bit about what it is that Threat Together is doing. This conversation is part of Charter Hall and Banish's podcast series, Sustainability Further. 
This series has been designed to inspire Australians to be more environmentally responsible and to take climate action. Sustainability Further is produced by Banish. Charter Hall's purpose is to create better futures by bringing aspirations to life.